Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Racing with Ryan podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens, and man, if only I left in the stuff that I cut out before we actually start the show. This would be a whole different different kind of show. My goodness. Oh, man, what what a weekend of racing. There is no, absolutely no shortage of things to talk about. Oh, um, I can't think of anything to talk about. You can't talk yet. I haven't introduced you. Joining me on the second microphone today in the studio, of course, is the lovely super spotter, Margo. How are you? Hi there. Hi there. Welcome can I to the talk show. Now? You can talk now. Oh, okay. Um, Glad I have your permission. Yeah, as long as you have my, you gotta have the host permission. Um, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> well, the result of that. Anyway, um, so nothing really, nothing really to talk about, is there? Nope. Should be a short show. Just give you some results fact, and get out of why here. Why are we even here? I don't know. Why are we even doing this? Th- there's nothing. What do you see? You see anything? I'm looking at the brick wall. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> there's like a little spot. I'd be like Hagrid, which is sorry. If he would appear, yeah, food powder. No, um, right? when he taps his wand. Sorry. Anyway, I don't ever look at the wall. <laughs> well, it's, it hasn't been in that empty over there. Um, anyways, on today's show, pretty uh, pretty fun episode, of course. Uh, the show itself was at the Citrus County Speedway on Saturday to witness and for Margo to help spot uh, Jack in the pro truck race. Plus, they had the Pure Stock 75 and uh, Brouhaha to talk about. So, plenty to talk about there. Um, Justin Spears, who is racing the Superstock 75, is going to join us later in the show for a, for an interview. So, we'll get to learn a little bit about Justin and see what his upcoming plans are and talk a little bit about uh, the fantastic Superstock season that he came out the champion of. So we'll, we'll do that. And, of course, um, the thing on everybody's mind right now, one of the all-time greatest NASCAR moments in history Ty happened. Gibbs spinning out Brandon Jones? That's it. That's the one. That is what is going to be played and replayed for years to come. Uh, we will touch on that, too. Uh, but, no, we're going to talk about Ross. Ross Chastain's what I like to call balls-to-the-wall move to advance to the final four. Melons to the wall. Well, you call it what you want. I like balls to the wall because that took some damn watermelon balls to do. Um, Totally unprecedented. And uh, we're going to talk about that. And, of course, around the state, big thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, You guys seem to really enjoy last week's show. Um, Got some comments on that and uh, some feedback. So very, uh, very glad everybody enjoyed that. Glad to have Kenny on the show. And thank you to Kenny for setting up the interview with Justin Spears. With that said, since this is probably going to be a long one, boy, let's, bye. Let's get it. Let's get I've into got it. Like fifteen minutes. Well, let's bad. let's knock all this out. <laughs> um, let's start over at the Citrus County Speedway. Um, for the third consecutive week, we ended up there. Very very good week of well, very good card of racing. Um, I think the best news out of this weekend that Tony was back on the mic where he belongs at Citrus County. It. You know, it felt like being back there, hearing Tony on the mic, he and Austin working together. So, um, and it was good to have a Speedway video back out there. Um, I didn't realize how annoying I was. You can hear me on the video. <laughs> you can hear me say there's always a bitch in the middle uh-huh, of it. Uh-huh. I didn't realize just how much <laughs> you could hear, but I was, I, look, I was having a good time. Peyton was having a good time. Dawson was sleeping uh, halfway through the pro truck race. He goes, Ryan, these trucks are boring. Boy! And I was like, yeah, that's because your mom's involved. So anyway. Punch that kid in his nose. Um, first of all, Margo, I want to ask you, how did everything go with Jack this weekend? Trucks in one piece. Trucks, Truck is, yeah. Where, where'd y'all oh. end up? 
Not last. Not last. You qualified last. Second. No, what happened was he was so fast, they told him he had to start back there to make it, mm. like, fair. So he took the, if I win from last, I get 100 bucks challenge. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, so 14th was the result. But um, clean race. Yeah. Some trucks. Uh, there was a truck that decided he was going to become the choose cone in the middle of the race, and I didn't see it because I'm not used to spotting where spectators have their heads in my line of vision. Oh, which truck was that? See, that was the one that Dylan LeBeau got into. I don't know. The 64? No. Uh, 54? Maybe. Todd sure. Haig? I think, it might, I think that might have been it. I don't know. All I saw was Jack just go, wee! And I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't even see that. I'm so sorry. He goes, glad I saw it. That was the one that, that like, crept up to the outside of the racetrack yeah. off, too. Yeah. And I, like, over the radio, I'm like, I'm sorry. I completely missed that because I'm not used to spotting where people's heads are in my way. And the lady next to me just looks at me. I'm like, yeah, I was talking about you. Damn, you let her know. I'm like, <laughs> if you, I'm sorry. If you see somebody with a headset on that is clearly talking, I'm covering my mouth talking. No, you can't hear me. Move your fucking head. Yeah. There. First of all, the only people that are supposed to be up there, like, I don't know. I'm sure she was with a team, but whatever. It really shouldn't be spectators. There should just It should just be spotters, but that's not how it is. Even at New Smyrna, it's supposed to be spotters only in 18 and over, and, and it's, it's not. Because there's nobody to police it. So I'll police it when I start throwing people off the damn spotter stand because I can't see. Then I can be in the tower and be like, oh, Margo is uh, doing her job up there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's slightly better than me threatening to jump off of it all the time. So the the pro trucks, now I was talking to Austin and he's like, yeah, we have pro trucks tonight. Uh, He's like, they race here like three times a year. I didn't realize how infrequently the pro trucks race there. Um, Decent field of 15. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty proud of some of the drivers that showed up. Uh, I think one of the most fun things about the night was seeing a lot of the new Smyrna trucks there. And of course, Justin Spears there with the super stock. Um, our new Smyrna guys, they didn't, they didn't fare too well. Uh, looking at the final results here, Jack Hall 14th, Dalton Smith 12th, Dylan LeBeau. Dylan was running better than he finished. He got caught up in that little bit of a dust up with that truck, um, which I think was the 54. Man, once he gets that truck going, Dylan's good. Well, just I got so many comments about him, and one of the like the best one that I got was from Phil Jakes. I was sitting with him watching qualifying, and he's like, "I was behind this kid yesterday." He's like, "He's a damn good little driver." Oh, he is. I mean, he's a champion already at a young age. Got his first E mod win this year. I feel like he's adapted better to the E mod than the truck, but I feel like I mean, he also. I don't know. I was gonna say I feel like he's gotten more time in the E mod than he has the truck, but that's not true. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but it, it's kind of like Blake Clouser in the truck. So so, Blake Clouser in the Superstock, pretty damn good. He just, you know, so maybe these trucks just suit different people. But it's like Becca Monopoly; like she's been a career truck driver for the most part. She's way better in the truck than the Super Late. So, um, overall, the the truck race was rather clean. Just a couple of dust ups. I think pretty much everybody finished the race. And um, TJ DeCare continues to impress. He picked up the win in the five k, which I thought was Kristen Clements, but. Uh, TJ's no, been, she got driver of the month one time, and now she's now good. She's, she's a super late model driver. I, I heard TJ thank Mr. Clement, so I don't know if... if uh, I think if, she was at, um, what was that other track? Auburndale? That I, yeah, that one. Okay. Because TJ's <laughs> been driving the late model, too. I think about it. So maybe this weekend when we're at Auburndale, I'll, I'll figure out the, the story there to report. Why don't but you? I, I will. I'll look into it. I'll do my investigative journalism Call for your you sources. folks. Uh, no, I'll just be the source and get it uh, myself. Uh <laughs> TJ care the winner over Brennan Pletcher. Um, 
Okay, can, can I just say something? And I sure. feel like me and Austin are the only ones who agree with this. You didn't like I, his paint scheme? No. I loved it. It looked like he put fucking duct tape on the side of it. His mom does it real quick each week and just goes out there and puts them together. I thought it was cool. Oh, that's really cool that his mom does that. That's great. He's had better schemes. I just I wasn't a well, fan of this one. This might have been just a, hey, it's Halloween. Let's do this real quick. At least they put in, you know, I'll give credit to, to Jesse Veltman. He had a pumpkin on his car. That was badass. <laughs> I told Austin if anything happened to Jesse's car, he had smashing. to make a smashing pumpkin joke. And then I'm like, what's he going to do? Go, wee. Pretty much. Um, so we have our Richard Cranium award that we give out each week, which is kind of a, a negative thing. So I want to start doing when we go to certain races or if we have a big moment, I want to no. do, um, I want to start giving superlatives as well versus just the Richard Cranium every week. So my superlative in the pro truck race, I have two of them to give out this week at the, at Citrus County. Uh, the first one goes to Palmer Hag in the 55 truck. He started pretty much middle of the field and drove up to third on the podium um, he, Todd Haig was there as well. Uh, there was two, two of those trucks out of that stable and Palmer finished in third and that was the best I've seen him run. He's had some decent runs at New Smyrna and limited starts this season. Are you okay? You good? <laughs> <To sneeze. laughs> um, but no, he really impressed me. Um, finishing third, just ahead of Devin Kyle and Richard Griffiths, who had a good, you know, I'll give him a shout out too. He had a good run. Uh, Becca Monopoly was up in the top three in the mix early. She got shuffled towards the back. Things got kind of dicey. At the front of the field late in the race. Um, but Becca finished sixth. Yes, there might have been a lap truck in the way. Yeah. Like I said, things got dicey. Again, you can watch everything on Speedway it video. It wasn't Jack. Nope. It was, I think it was that four truck. The four. That four truck, and when yeah. we passed him, I went, we passed him. That actually might have been when we passed the Z8. The Z8. A 28? It was, was a, a Z. Was, that was a 28. It was a it was Z. Just terrible. Um, Becca Monopoly sixth. Wilson Martin seventh. Brad Bowman in eighth. Um, Alex's dad out there having a good run. Oh, boy, bye, um, no. Can you stop playing with that plastic? <laughs> it's really distracting. Sorry. Yeah, it picks up on the microphone, too. Um, and then Chihuahua. in 10th was Maria Martinson, the mm -hmm. aforementioned Dylan LeBeau, Dalton Smith, Fred Costanza, Jack Hall, and Brandon Elwood. That is your pro truck rundown. Any any feedback from Jack? What did, what did, he, what did he compare the track to? When we talked to Matt, remember he was like, I feel like this is like driving three different tracks at once. Yeah. Didn't he say something like yeah. that? Um, yeah. Um, so I know, like, his dad asked me, he's like, hey, is he saying about anything about the truck? I know a lot of cautions. So I was like, so how's the truck feel? And Jack just goes, it's all right. And I literally just went, very well, much descript. And I'm, right. like, I'm like, I can't, like, what am I supposed to tell you? He says it's I. That'll help <laughs> with the setup going forward for sure. Um, I, I also like how he's like, man, New Smyrna with the speed, it's one thing, but coming here, it's almost more challenging. So, um, and that really proves, you know, so the New Smyrna trucks showed up, didn't do so well. And it's kind of vice versa when these other guys show up, they don't do so well over there. So I posted on my Facebook that it was the first time I had spotted at Citrus in about 10 years. Cause I think the last time I spotted at Citrus, I was spotting for either Shane or Matthew. Yeah. And it actually might've been Auburndale, not Citrus. Same thing. Um, size-wise, spotting, yeah, style-wise. Yeah, yeah. uh, I was like, I'm so exhausted. I want to sleep for six days. And Jack goes, how do you think I feel? I went probably the same from just having to listen to me talk. Uh, yeah, that would put me to sleep. <laughs> I so. thought I talked a lot at New Smyrna. Holy crap. Let's see. The mini stocks were also in action. Um, quickly on this one, Justin Pittman for the second week in a row dominated. Um, he beat Jason Simmons. And Ken Larsh was third. 
Stephen Poulton Jr., Danny Fox, the top five. There was two DQs here. Um, the 87 car of Tyler, no, of Greg Johnson was DQ'd for rough driving, and the 0% was DQ'd for ride height and use of a radio, which is a no no. 0%. Um, the Bandoleros had a little 15 lap exhibition. Matthew Laprade, Laprade won that one. Uh, Ford Outlaws, 27 Ford Outlaws took the green flag. Um, mm, this right. was. This was a pretty wild race. Uh, Eric Schroen dominated. I can tell you that much. Um, he whooped everybody's butt. But speaking of whooping butt. Well, I mean, not everybody's butt. The, there was a big fight. There was a wreck on the front straightaway. Eric uh, was lapping by another car who got hooked into the wall. And all of a sudden, we're watching that. And Eric goes, or Eric. Austin goes, oh, we got trouble in turn three as well. And you could just kind of tell by the trajectory of the two cars that... Uh, that is not a normal crash. It looked very similar to Daniel Webster's Enduro crash where they went head on into the wall. Oh, yeah. Like somebody just didn't turn. And Billy Benoit was one of the cars involved. The other one, I believe, was the 91 of Sean Bailey. Um, you can go to Speedway Video and check me on that. Um, it's been a couple of days now. Um, but I just kind of got the feeling right then and there based on how those cars were sitting in the wall that somebody put somebody mm-hmm. in the wall and... Next thing you know, here comes Billy Benoit out of the passenger side window around the other side of the car, and all hell broke loose. Um, you had an official in a headlock. Um, you had officials throwing punches, which Austin messaged me about that, and he goes, that's not a good look. And I'm like, dude, that guy tried to use his car as a weapon, so I think all you know, all gloves are off at that point. I, at that point, I think the official was just uh, self-defense. He was in fear for his life. I don't, I don't know that it went that far. <laughs> Uh, just a lot of people flailing around and throwing people around. And then that guy coming out of pit road. The guy I always the love shirt. to see a fat, fat man get thrown I to the ground was, like he weighs two pounds. I thought there was no drinking in the pits. That guy looked like he had had a couple six-packs. He probably has in his life. But, I mean, he just came out He had out of a freaking keg under his shirt. Ah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. That tripped right over it, too. Mm-hmm. That guy got knocked on his ass. He and fucking was, deserved it. And, and, and like nobody hit him. He just like kind of fell backwards and did one of those like Pratt falls, like almost and he did the like a turtle. Yeah, he did. And he fall backwards and just I was waiting to see him go roll. Austin's oh, commentary. I had had me rolling. I think everybody finally got a little taste of the Austin that we know. Yeah. yeah. Austin's like, man. I, and then like he would say something and then he'd just look at me and be like, ha ha ha. T- tell like, me Austin did, hasn't been waiting for a moment like this for a while. And Tony's just like, all right, I'm going to not. Tony was just up there like, Tony's right. like, I, ca- I got to watch. This happened. Um, no, Austin did great with that whole situation. Uh, had everybody cracking up. <laughs> Saturday night's all right for fighting. But my favorite party goes, all right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> yeah. And he turns on the music to like Elton John. Yeah. Saturday night's all right for fighting. Perfect. Um, <laughs> so... Obviously, Billy Benoit, or uh, I guess it was Cody Benoit driving. That's what it says on the sheet here. Uh, Where the twenty, was Chris? I don't know. Dead. Um, dead. <laughs> uh, the twenty was DQ'd on track for unsportsmanlike conduct, hitting a car under caution, getting out of the car under caution, and fighting. Ninety-one was DQ'd on track for a crew member coming on track during the caution. So, but there were like three random, like there one big lady up against the wall, and then one little skinny toothpick fall through your ass and hang yourself. Yeah. There you go. Like, always in the middle of it. 
Well, the, the sad uh, that's where is, I was like, there's always one loudmouth bitch in the middle of it. It's just, me. I you know what? Bitch. If the drivers are going to fight, let the drivers fight. When, yeah. the, when the crews come out, it just makes things into a mess and makes you all look fucking stupid. Except when the wives come out. That's my favorite. No, stay I love in the it. Pits, let the drivers settle it. They obviously had an issue on the track. So if they're going to fight, let them put on a show. It's when everybody else starts clearing the pits that things just look really freaking stupid. So, and it's not a look, it's not a bad look on the speedway. It's a bad look on those people involved. Um, you know, just let the drivers sort it out. It's their issue. Let them sort it out. And then to go back in the pits and start fighting again, grow the hell up. Jack's TikTok with the... Yeah. I mean, like... In the cops of Citrus County Speedway more in the last three weeks for various circumstances than I ever thought I would have to deal with. So, I mean, I don't have to deal with it, but you know what I mean. Like, just, I don't know. Let the drivers settle it. It looks better. Cops are always at the racetrack. They have to have uh, Citrus and Auburndale. Well, I mean, but the cops, like, with lights on showing up in the pits. You know what I mean? Um, The winner of this race... Oh, um, honorary Richard Cranium uh, nominated or given out by Austin this week goes to Benoit in the 20. So we'll get that out there for Austin. He thought that was ridiculous. Um, Eric Sharon. Eric Sharon, the winner here over Clint Hicks, one of the best names in racing. Um, Dalton Durgoff third <laughs> thomas pete and dustin wilson the top five um i finally found results i think it was i can't remember who told me i think it was phil who told me where the results were it's like the ccs ccs yeah. yes yeah i i knew that you could have just asked me no i i felt i but felt like Mr. i was seeing Jacques. these results and then i would go to citrus's facebook and they would never be there because they were on the ccs thing anyway uh moving on legends cars in action big wreck in this one um poor willie cuddy uh, spun out and got just absolutely lambasted by the 44 Garrett pick. Uh, picked a bad time to get involved in a wreck, that's for sure. I actually missed it. Li- I, like, I missed the beginning of it, and I saw the contact. The 44 was up in the air doing pirouettes. Pretty wild wreck there. <laughs> it happened right in front of me, and I went over the radio to Jack. I went, well, I hope you're comfortable. Did you see it? No, I don't pay attention to legends. Okay. There's one named Ledbetter. That's about the only thing I got from that. Yeah, he finished fifth. Tyler Ledbetter, badass name. Um, Sean English, the winner here. Jared Hawley, second. Mason Lastra, who's a good kid. I like him. He finished third. Jason Martinez, fourth. That is the 17. Oh. Uh, Tyler Ledbetter, the top five. Stephen Hartley, shout out to him. He finished in sixth. Moving on to this 75-lap pure stock feature. 26 cars in attendance, including well, a couple of the New Smyrna people. Timmy Walters was out there. We'll give him a shout out. Um, of course, Justin Spears came out, was having a good run. And we're going to talk to him here in just a minute after this segment. Um, had a good run going and uh, had the wrong gear in, but finally got got things going. He was up there battling with guys like Jonathan Appleby and Larry Welter, um, you know, some of the track regulars up there and, and making a, a pretty good run for himself and lost brakes on about lap 25 on a restart. Uh, he, he says either lost brakes or a tire went down. I don't think a tire went down. A t- I, I don't think sparks. a tire went down. Because I, I know, and we talked about this in the interview, but... we. It was it was bizarre. It was unexpected. He just went yeah. up there and he hit hard, destroyed the right side of the car. Um, <laughs> in yeah, go listen to the interview. We talk more in depth about it. But he had some good uh, he had some good comments on the on the new wall there. So um, he tested it out pretty good. Um, I have another superlative to give out in this one. Um, really good racing throughout the field. There was a couple of dust ups. I know Carlin Ray, who actually set the track record in qualifying. Uh, he was running well. He got caught up in a big incident on the back straightaway. Just there was a bunch of spins, a lot of hard racing, a dominant performance by Sport Wilson. He 
Yeah, he's the point leader. He won the race. Uh, he was no doubt he was going to win the race unless somebody Ross Chastain on the final lap, which nobody knew about yet. Um, he, he just dominated, had a good run. But so much good battling throughout the field makes this a must-watch on Speedway video as well. Um, my superlative in this one goes to Caleb Grossenbacher. Got his first career win three weeks ago when Jesse Veltman was DQ'd. Um, Caleb, of course, the son of Scott Grossenbacher. Uh, just really impressed me. He was able to drive up through the field and ended up second. No one was going to catch Sport Wilson, but to me, Caleb was the most impressive standout driver in this race to me, passing a lot of cars. So we'll give him a uh, shout-out there in second place. Craig Cuzone, third. Bubba Martoni in fourth. And Rick Hodd of Auburndale. One of the Auburndale cars finished fifth. And it was Jesse Veltman, Jason Waller, Cleve Lewis, Cody Struble, and Rebecca Catarelli finished in the top ten. Um, a lot of attrition towards the end of this thing. A couple of good wrecks. Um, did you watch this one, or were you getting ready for the trucks at this point? I was drinking a beer. You're in the pits? No, I was in the grandstands. You're in the grand. Oh, you did come over. And I did come to the grand. That's oh. when you. Uh, that's when you handed off the other kid to me. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, Jack. I didn't like actually like get drunk and then spot for you. I literally had like two sips yeah, of so beer. You do better. So. I had two sips of beer. I wonder if mine was so light. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it was a good race. And um, I, I really got to give the track a shout out because I was talking to Dave Dragovitz, who was there to uh, to do some um, reporting. And I was like, man, I, I, I feel bad for this place because they've got a great show tonight. Two extra distance races, pure stocks and trucks who have been really good this year. Um, as, as far as like what we've seen to do Smyrna, pure stocks, super stocks, you know what I mean? Um, I was like, man, I just, I feel like... With the highlights tonight, there are probably not going to be a ton of people here. And when qualifying started, I was like, yeah, there's not a ton of people here. But then that trick-or-treat stuff happened, and oh, my God. that was I don't it. know where all those people came from. I could not believe. That was believe. all of Citrus County right there. It, it was, and it was awesome. And Dylan the Bows like, ran out of candy. Um, we saw a bunch of people we knew, got a bunch of candy, um, rotting my teeth out. Good stuff. Um, Did you see the little girl in the Glinda the Good Witch costume? No, Linda the Good Witch. Get it right. Anyways, did Austin you Austin kept see saying Linda her? the Good Witch. Did you I, see No, I, there, I... Dawson stood right next to her in the costume contest, and I went, dude, I'm not even voting for you. The only costume I can remember is Dawson's Sonic costume, so... That was the only Myers. Sonic the Hedgehog I saw. Yeah, I thought there'd be more of that. It's very popular these days. There was at his school. There was like 962, and that's just in his class. Yeah, no wonder he's... No, no wonder nobody's learning anymore. The class sizes are too big. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even 900 students at a school. There's not even that many people that would dare to live in St. Cloud. So take that. Um, They're all related to each other. So I'm going to go ahead and give out my Richard Cranium uh, at this portion of the show. Um, during qualifying, I was hanging out with Peyton, and she loved the pure stock qualifying, and then the heat races started, and she didn't want to stay still anymore. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out and get her stroller. So I left the track and went out to the parking lot to get the stroller. And on my way out, there was a car or a truck that had backed up. You know how there used to be billboards all the way up to the scoreboard? And then that car decided... Took it down? Yeah, they decided to crash through the wall and destroy those billboards and the scoreboard. So there's a gap now between the scoreboard and those billboards. And some jerk-off backed his truck up in that spot right up to the fence and was sitting on the roof of the truck watching the event. Now, we're still in qualifying, but the show has started. Mm-hmm. And I walked to the car, got the stroller, and I walked back, and I walked up to this guy, and I was like, hey, 
you need to go in and buy a ticket. And he looks at me, he's like, what? I'm like, you need to go in and buy a ticket. If you're going to come out here and support these guys, go buy a ticket. They're not putting the show on for free. These racers aren't racing for free. You need to go buy a ticket. And he goes, oh, all right. I'm like, I can get management out here if you like. I kind of know who runs the place. And he was just like trying to brush me off. And then this other guy gets out of the truck and comes over and goes, you got something to say to me? You got something to say? Say it to me. And I'm like, all right. You need to go buy tickets. Oh, they tried to get tough with a guy with a baby? Yeah. Wow. Right? What a fucking And he's dick. like, we don't have a lot of money. And I'm like, I don't have a lot of money. I'm still here. Now, yes, I, I work there. I know people there. But I was prepared to pay. I've been like, I bet you in. could afford that beer in your hand. But it's like, I, I get it. Everybody's struggling. But so are the people trying to race. They're struggling, spending a lot of money to come race. I It is not appropriate for anybody now, I know that people sneak into the pits and people, you know, know people and they get in and not everybody pays to get in the racetrack. But when you make it that blatantly obvious, you are nothing but a Richard Cranium and you're not a true race fan. And that pissed me off. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and let management know that you're just out here sitting on your truck. I wish you would have let them stay there and a tire fly through there. That would have been great. That would have been great. Karma. But, you know... It's one thing of like you're tailgating, you're watching practice, you're sitting out there, you're looking through the hole in the fence or whatever. But when the show starts, go home or go buy a ticket, go get a pit pass. Fine. Pay your way in. Auburndale on Saturday when the show starts, I'm going home. You're going home? Fine. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to buy a ticket. Don't, just, don't sit, just don't sit in the parking lot and stand on Peyton Stroller and try to see in. Okay? Deal? Okay. So I can go home. I can just leave you there. Oh, fuck, I could. Tom will be there. But at this point, I, I let Austin know, and I feel bad. <laughs> I'm like, Austin doesn't want to deal with this shit. He's trying to announce and stuff. But I'm like, just get security over here and get this guy out of here. And um, during intermission, Austin came down, and I showed the guy. You could see the guy sitting over there, his little head poking up between the billboard and the scoreboard. And Austin goes, oh, is that the guy? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's them. I see they haven't, they haven't moved. And then after the next race, I noticed they were gone. And uh, I asked Austin if he do anything about it and he's like no i told i told cameron and i let them handle it because that's that's their department and i was like fair enough so they were gone after that so that was just that just really rubbed me the wrong way because citrus county speedway does a great job and they charge in my opinion some of the best ticket prices for what you get when you go there i mean even their big shows like the late model 100 was only 15 bucks to get in a lot of tracks upcharge for these yeah, type like of events six cars but um yeah, that just rubbed me the wrong way. So Richard Cranium Award goes to that family trying to scam the track by parking in that spot. and um, Family of bros. Yeah. Sorry. And, you know, oh, well, we don't have a lot of money. Sorry, that doesn't fly. Uh, it's not going to work with me. So if you can't afford to be there, don't be there. You were, we're here to support. you got to support short track racing or else there will be no short track racing for anybody to watch. So Okay. There's my high horse moment of the day. Good job. Final thoughts on Citrus County this weekend? Nope, always fun. It's always my favorite fun. track in the state. To me saying that pisses people off. I love it. Well, it's always what? been my favorite track. My, my favorite track isn't, isn't even in I this state. It's my favorite track in the state. And everybody goes, and is not your favorite? No, it's not even in the top three. Oh, there you go. Opperdale's <laughs> too. Um, no. I want to take a quick moment here. Thank some of our sponsors with the Racing with Ryan podcast. And then we'll have our interview with good... Uh, Vampire. So I'm in the Halloween spirit still. Good friend of the show, Justin Spears, um, <laughs> Superstock champion from last year. 
is coming up after the break here. Um, Got to thank our good friend, Mr. Ron Alessandro with 124 Welding and Fabrication. Uh, still running that uh, promotion. Get 15% off your order by putting in the keyword RWR podcast. Good job, you did. On the Etsy store. 15% off and a free keychain. Go free key order chain. stuff from him. Seriously. Do it. It's to good Please stuff. don't make me be the only one to use my code. <laughs> I mean, that code is special for just you people who listen to the show. Yeah, so. and he doesn't usually, he doesn't ever do codes like this. So, like, take advantage of it. Get some badass yeah. artwork. Personal handmade metalworking. Uh, it's basically manly crafts is what he does. That sounds, I mean, sorry, Ron, but it's badass crafts. It's like badass craft beer. But Manly, the crafts. Manly crafts. Manly crafts. Check it out. <laughs> Ron, your tent for the Mount Dora Craft Fair in Manly, March. Manly crafts. <laughs> Manly art. Manly metal crafts. Man art. Mart, uh, if you will. But in all seriousness, 124 Welding and Fabrication. Uh, check them out on Wetsy. Uh, on Wetsy? On Etsy. Kicking. And, oh, jeez. Um, 124 Welding and Fabrication. Just search for it on Etsy. Uh, check out all the great products, or you can reach out to You can go to their Facebook page, reach out to Ron, talk to him, see what he can do. I mean, he's made some custom stuff for us, which is great decor. Uh, half of our house is decorated with stuff from 124 Welding and Fabrication. So make sure you check that out and uh, put in RWR Podcast, the keyword to get 15% off and a free keychain. Also, we like to thank uh, Jeff White Racing. I was kind of hoping they would be in the pro truck race so we could say this, bon- this segment was brought to you by them, but they sold the pro truck. So, but just, he's hmm. moving up to late models. They're going to concentrate on the late model. I mean, that's where I remember the White family from anyway. So, um, But, no, we thank Jeff White Racing for supporting the show as always. And, of course, we thank Andy Morrison and Never Give Up. Huge supporter of the show. Looking forward to getting back to New Smyrna to see Andy. I know he is as well. Um, maybe he'll be able to get out to some of these other tracks here to enjoy some racing. But a shout-out and thank you to Andy and Never Give Up for supporting the show. So now enjoy the interview with Superstock champion Justin Spears. All right, everyone on the Racing with Ryan hotline. Today we have a very special guest with us. He is the 2022 Superstock track champion over at the New Smyrna Speedway. We welcome Mr. Justin Spears. How are you? Great. And you, Ryan? Doing pretty good. So, Justin, um, I know if uh, people have been paying attention to the Superstocks, which they should be, um, they know who you are. But go ahead and tell us a little bit about uh, how you got into racing. Uh, I started go-kart racing in uh, third grade since I was eight years old over at uh, Orlando Speed World. How did you uh, how, how did you get into that? Was that I have a feeling it was from your your old man. Yeah, we started playing around with RC cars and my dad realized the amount of money we were pissing away on RC cars and he was like, "Well, you want to actually drive something? Let's put one of these go-karts." And it's been on since there. So what you're saying is any type of racing no matter what it is, it's expensive? Pretty much, yes. It could be a bicycle. Sounds about right. Um, so you went from, from go-karts and, and what age did you get into stock cars? Um, in my early twenties, like 2014, 13 ish, somewhere there, brother was like, Justin, you're getting too damn big for go-karts. And he kept telling me that, telling me that. And finally I went and picked up a car and built it and came out there in 14 and ran and first season we got a second and a third and a whole pile of dnfs overheating issues everything under the sun 
Well, that'll happen. That'll definitely happen from time to time. Yeah. Well, it was an old boat motor that was slapped full of rust and overheating was a big problem. So after, uh, what, what division did you start in, first of all, with the stock cars? Super stock. Super stock. So you've been, you've been in super stocks much of the time then? Well, I did run the, it wasn't runabout, but it wasn't Bomber B. I think it was regular Bomber and B8 Bomber. Okay. One time in a Caprice. Oh, goodness. I kid it all. I had went back to the go-karts for probably another year or better, and then I started building the super stock. And now you did take, if if my memory serves me, uh, you took a couple of years off from super stock racing and you got back into it, I believe, 2020. Is that correct? Yeah. Had all kinds of problems that year, it seemed. But then I feel like you guys hit on something in about 2021. And since then, you've been a front runner and obviously you won the championship this year. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Um, we just, I just finally got it. Everything started to go together and picked up on what we needed to do, what we needed to stay away from. And my biggest thing is myself. I second guess myself on everything. I make 10 different changes when I should make a half a change. Right. Yeah. I remember talking to George, I think it was 2021. And I'm like, man, you guys are just hitting on all, all cylinders. And he gave you all the praise. He says it was all you studying and, and making changes and adjustments. And you guys really got it figured out. Um, I want to ask you about this season, though. Pretty wild year for the Super Stocks, and I know it got cut a little bit short, and uh, you know it would have been fun to see it all go down to the wire here this weekend, but um, watching you race sometimes against your brother, and of course there's that whole rivalry with Bobby Holly. Uh, tell us a little bit about how crazy it was out there on the track with the Super Stocks this year. Man, it's been a roller coaster all year, up, down, up, down. The year started out, awesome i mean we were we were dominant we won like the first three four races in a row and then it was like a monkey just got on my back and i couldn't shake it it was engine troubles fuel troubles everything after one thing after the next couldn't catch a break and then it was just a battle all year and it was a good battle and fun with with bobby there we're rivalries and all but at the end of the day, I, I have some respect for him, and he's a a hard competitor to beat. He is, and he's been doing it a long time. So I know when you, when you're out there, you want to beat him. This whole rivalry thing, whether it's you know in, in, intentional or not, that, that doesn't matter. But it's you know when you two are, are close to each other, everybody's watching, and e- even the people that say they could care less, you know, about New Smyrna or, or this particular class, they're watching. And I feel like. That's a good thing. I know it's probably stressful for you guys, but man, the super stocks were must watch this season. Definitely, definitely. And uh we between the two of us, we always put on a show no matter what. Oh yeah. I'll never forget that that weekend where um you got spun up into the wall and turns three and four and Eugene was involved and there was a race the next weekend and yeah, there was so much damage to the the rear of that car. I was like, man, that's one of our, our point contenders probably probably going to be out of the points now, but somehow you guys were able to pull everything back together and get back out there the next race. And I, I feel like you either won or got up on the podium. Um, what motivates you to keep going with, with situations like that? It's just racing in general. It's it's the worst drug there is. Yeah, that's what a lot of people tell me. So, you know, uh, a lot of people, man, if they have a wreck like that, they, they'll look at that and be like, well, that's our season, especially if you wreck hard like that at New Smyrna. 
Um, I, I know you guys have a, a little group that gets together and works on all the cars. You, you and Paul and, and Skinny and Don and, and obviously your brother George. Um, that's going to be pretty fun getting together with everybody working on the race cars. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's part of what it's all about, you know. With um, with the season coming to a close early, were you relieved when the season got called because you were? I mean, obviously you're out ahead, so you're the points championship. Um, or, or would you have rather have seen it go all the way to the wire? I would have rather run that last race. That's the, that's exactly the answer I expected from you. No BS said about this or that or any of that. It all come down to the wire. Oh, it did. And like I said, I mean, it was so much fun to watch. And you know, people are taking sides. Team Holly, Team Spears, and um, I, I think that was good. It's, it's part of the storylines that that drive a season are who's battling who. You know. Who's getting into who? Who doesn't like who? And like you said, even though you guys are rivals, at least at the end of the year, and I, and I saw I saw the, the the relationship kind of build. Like there were times where you wanted to rip Bobby's head off. There was times where he wanted to rip your head off. But towards the end of the season, you guys had that really really good race, and you guys ended up shaking hands. And I think that was one of the best best moments of the year. Yeah, that was a good clean hard race. That's for sure. So season wraps up at New Smyrna. Obviously premature. Um, where did you end up this past weekend? We went over to Citrus to try our short track game. Was that your first time racing over there? Absolutely. What'd you think? I loved it. That was probably one of the best races I had all year. I mean, I'm telling you, I talked to you during the, uh, the little Halloween trick or treat thing. And, you know, you told me you guys missed the gear and you were just going to go out there and try it your best. And I feel like right before we'll, we'll talk about what happened here in a minute, but right before, uh, that ill-fated restart. Um, I, I feel like you started to get it figured out a little bit. Obviously, you had to work with what you had with the gearing, but I feel like you were starting to move forward. You were passing some of the, the track regulars there. You were in front of Larry Welter. Uh, you were catching Jonathan Appleby. You and uh, you and Tyler were right there together. Um, I was watching you pretty close, and I'm like, hey, he's, he's starting to get it. Did you feel like you got into a rhythm a little bit there? Uh, once we got put up on the outside, yeah, the gear and the momentum and everything – started to come together to our favor there. And then, and uh, like I said, we were, we were able to start moving forward and yeah, it was, I, it was I a good race. feel like you went from, you qualified in the twenties somewhere, obviously the, with the gear being wrong, that's going to, going to hurt you. Uh, but you were crawling up towards the top 10 and then there was a caution about lap 25. Um, unfortunately green flag comes out and you end up straight in the wall. What happened there? You know, I still am questioning that. I'm, I believe the right front went down. But, okay. Um, it was either that or the brakes. It was, I had the wheel turned. I was on and off the brake pedal trying to get the car to low down, and there was just no stopping in it. But, uh, yeah, we, we qualified 21st at a 16-0. We were like a half second off. And um, I told brother before we started the feature, I said, well, I'm just going to go ride around, and if if we're in the way, I'm coming in. Yeah. And, shit, it was about 20 laps in, 25 laps in. We had made our way up to 13th. And I was like, okay, this is this is fun. This is going to be a good one. We might make it in the top 10 or so. And then the caution come out and threw it off in there in that turn, and we were in the fence. Man, they just put up that uh, that new retaining wall over there in one and two, and a couple of the enduro cars tested it a few weeks ago. But you were the first one to really grind along it. That that didn't look like a very fun ride. 
No, no, I'm I'm here. I'm grateful and lucky that they uh, put that second layer of wall up or I'd be out there in the school buses. I, I think you might have launched the way you hit the wall at that angle with the old jersey barriers. So I'm glad you glad you stayed in the park, but definitely uh, hated seeing that car go up. I know you you, you mentioned brakes, and I kind of remember a couple times this year you had some issues even at New Smyrna with the brakes. So, you know, I, I know what, once the car is all damaged, it's hard to exactly tell. But man, um, just tough luck over there. Once you started getting things figured out, I like I said, hated seeing it. Um, are you going to try to patch it back up and try to get back out there before the season's done? Yeah, we're probably going to go in December. I was trying to go in two weeks, but I'm in really no hurry to go. And I got 18 other cars here. It seems like to work on. Right. I was going to say. Well, now you can. Now you can take the, uh, the the time. I guess if you really think about it, New Smyrna season would have ended last weekend too. So. You can kind of count this as your off season. Work on some other stuff, family time, catch up a little bit, and then uh, then then get back out there. But what a what a tough way for you to end. But overall, I got to say it was a, a great season. You got a bunch of wins over at New Smyrna. I got the championship. Is that your first championship? And the car? Well, no, that is my first championship overall. Okay. First of many. First of many. So yeah, I like that. So. That leads me to ask, what are the plans uh, going forward? What are you looking forward to do next year? Uh, try to take it again. All right, so you're going to come back and defend the title? Yes, sir. That's what I like, and I hear maybe on some off weekends you might travel a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. See, I, I like that. I, I encourage that. Obviously, you know, we want you here for the points races and everything, but um, I always like to see when our guys go traveling because – I used to be, you know, oh, everyone should just go to New Smyrna. Obviously, it's my home track. I want the best for it. Um, but I like when we're able to branch out. I've, I've enjoyed the last couple of weeks going out to different tracks as well. And it was real fun to see you guys. And there was a bunch of uh, truck drivers that raced New Smyrna that were out there last weekend too. So, um, like I said, it was kind of kind of fun to see some of our New Smyrna guys over there on the little track. That was that was one of the things I liked about the go-kart best. Every, every weekend we were... We were somewhere else, you know. So you enjoy the you enjoy the traveling, from what I can tell. Yeah, I like to go other places. All right. Well, like I said, man, we we appreciate you being a supporter of New Smyrna, you and, and George, and you know you kind of got this whole team. There's usually about three or four between you and and Don and Paul and George and, and Stephen Metz. Uh, you guys have really supported the the division and made the Super Stocks who admittedly one of my favorite divisions out there you guys have made it so much fun to watch and uh this this season man calling those races with that rivalry it was always exciting to be up there watching you guys race and uh seeing you win so many times and just seeing how far you've come since you got back into it in 2020 uh with all the problems you had at the beginning i, I feel like the first five races that season you didn't finish and uh to see the hard work pay off and to battle uh one of the toughest superstock competitors of the last like 20 years over at new smyrna bobby holly um, to watch you fight him and at the end of the season ultimately come out the champion. Um, it was a lot of fun to watch, and I congratulate you. Yeah, sir. Thank you. Uh, it was definitely a battle all year. It definitely was. Um, before we let you go here, I want to give you an opportunity. If you have any sponsors or any shout-outs you want to get out there, I'll give you the floor. Yeah, I got to thank uh, Ken with Gravity Construction. He came on board at the end of this year and he helped buy tires and everything else. Uh, Jeff Colburn, JNC Gradall, TNW Paint, Jason Waterman, um, Edgewater Screen, of course. Anybody needs any screen work, he's the man in Volusia County. Um, 
there's just so many people, my brother, everybody, you know, I'm sure I'll forget somebody because you see our clan on the front stretch. You guys always have the most people out there in Victory Lane. I love it. Yeah, for sure. Don't forget your wife now. Yeah, yeah, the wife, American Auto, EJ, all, all the staff at New Smyrna for uh, letting us have them somewhere in the backyard to come play. You know, like I said, man, we, we appreciate you guys too and the action you put on the track. And I know sometimes things get heated, but uh, it's it's been a lot of fun to watch and we wish you the best next year. Um, so when we get this place fixed back up, make sure you guys come back out. When you see the LKQ Superstocks on the schedule, first of all, they're going to put on a hell of a show and come out and uh, cheer on Justin Spears and the uh, the blue number 48. Again, Justin, uh, we thank you for taking some time to call in today and uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely check in with you again soon. Not a problem, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. And we'll uh, we'll see you at one of these racetracks here as soon as we can. Yeah, we'll see you in December at Citrus. Sounds like a plan. We'll try to make it. All right, boss. All right. Thank you, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Great interview there with Justin. And before we get into, in my opinion, probably the most exciting NASCAR segment we've ever had on the show, we got to thank our sponsors, American Auto. Of course, that's EJ Wilcoxon. Um in his, his great auto shop there, American Auto Tires and Service, located at 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna Beach. You can get a hold of him at 386-428-1941. Of course, for fast, dependable service, you can always count on American Auto. And yes, you've got to point the finger, and yes, you've got to go with the cadence. Uh, but no, if you need anything done on your car, service, tires, it's full service over there. They will take care of you. We also got to thank um, kind of one of our new sponsors here, Schultz Fuel Cells and Schultz Products. Engineered um, products. Well, that's it says on the copy Shh. here. So It says on my paycheck, Schultz Engineered Products. Then update the copy for me next and week. And also Schultz Racing Fuel Cells. So what's going on at Schultz Engineered Products these days, Margo? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> no. you, just, you guys just sitting on your, your heinies over there? I know that's not true. I know they're still looking for help, guys. Propane um, and propane. Except, no, no propane. <laughs> I still have not gotten my propane. What uh, what positions are you guys still looking for? CNC machinist? Um, are there some, welder. some more? Welder. What and else? a mechanical engineer with history in, like with a background in race cars. If you want a great place to work, um, you know, if you want to go hang out with fun people, um, mostly Colleen and Rob, <laughs> uh, make sure you get out there. Um, you can contact them, of course, for uh, for any of your product needs at one seven three two nine two two four three three four, and you can contact Rob at rob at schultzproducts dot com if you'd like to inquire about working there. Great uh, atmosphere, very competitive pay, and they will take care of you. Um, and of course, you know, get your fuel cells, get those good, uh, strong, safe fuel cells in those cars. You can buy them where now. Race car engineering. That's right. And you know you're getting quality stuff there. So we thank them for sponsoring the show as well. And, of course, a uh, big thank you to Do All Lawn and Tree. Of course, that's Doug Samian. Uh, he's been a longtime supporter of this show and Speedway Video as well. So we'll give his company a shout-out. I'm sure he's been quite busy with all the, the storm pickup because if you drive around, go into the smaller neighborhoods, you'll see there's still stuff to be done. Shit so. everywhere in Edgewater. Yeah, oh, I, I bet. So I, I'm sure he's staying quite busy and uh, looking forward to seeing him back on the track here very, very soon. So let's switch gears here. Literally. No. What? I think we should do around the state. Save NASCAR for last. You want to do around the state? 
Yeah. Save NASCAR for last. All right. Hey, we'll let, uh, we'll let the co-host run the show tonight. All right. So pivot. And pivot. We'll go around the state. Let's start at the 417 Southern Speedway. No. Because that is the web page that I have up. <sighs> so we're going to do that. I already listened to you once. Um, so let's check hey. in at the 417 <laughs> Southern Speedway. They raced. Good job. You did it. They raced. Wow. All two of you. Jeff Gilbo. No, they raced super late models. 18 drivers showed up. Uh, good no, test 18 tune. cars showed up. Good test and drivers showed up. For the Billy Bigley Memorial 128 coming up here. In yeah, about a month's time, a little less than a month's time, um, Jesse Dutelli, to no one's surprise, the winner there over Michael Atwell and Dylan Bigley. I've literally not heard anything from 417 all week. No, me neither. I don't know any really anything that happened here. So we'll have to uh, maybe we'll get some more information on the hot mic. Of course, uh, much more in-depth recap on the hot mic. You can listen Wednesdays at 7 o'clock on Facebook. Uh, Nick Neary, 4th. Jared Irvin, 5th. Michael Goddard, 6th. Chad Rutherford, 7th. He came out on an open trailer. Dustin Dunn was eighth. Gavin Graham, ninth. And John Nutley rounding out the top ten. Good little field of cars over there. Should have been a fun little race. Uh, Michael Atwell set fast time, by the way. In the dwarf cars, he had eight of them. James McGordy was the winner. <laughs> Gordy? He's McGordy. Um, they ran pure stocks as well. Uh, and there were five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten that showed up. Eight started. Three DQs. Wow. Logan Allen, Richard Levance, and James Owens all disqualified, giving the win to Christopher Loney. Jalen Borges was second. Joey Gentry, third. Garrett Thompson and Eugene Connell, the top five. Mini stocks. A whopping three. Uh, Austin Hughes was the winner over Jacob Wallace and Bill Osborne. Thunder Trucks, which is a really cool division. I love stock racing trucks. Badass. Uh, Skyler Knoll, the winner over Steven Slaughter. Patrick Hutcherson, Kim Squires, and Paul Graham. Your top finishers there. TQ Midgets was won by Stephen Hollinger. So things Woo-hoo. we talked a couple weeks ago on the show, and this was not a knock on the Speedway at by any means. We thought maybe they opened up a little too soon, but it looks like they are starting to build back up. Now, I'm not going to say that other thing. That, uh, <laughs> so did that you a, say Steve Slaughter? Steve Slaughter, yeah. Sergeant oh. Slaughter's son. Up, up from the... Um... Other antique racing establishment we don't talk about. Ah, there you go. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Which is interesting because Kush Ravette drove a quote-unquote modified at Showtime. Hmm. I wonder what's going on there. Are you are you saying there's some... I'm saying Dara sucks and it's probably a good thing they went to all dirt. There you go. You said it. She said it all, folks. She said it. If, yeah. if you guys would like to come race your vintage cars, except Kush, because I know we kind of outlawed yours because it's not safe. That's not personal. It's just not safe. We've got a really badass vintage division at New Smyrna Speedway. We'll talk about them in the next sponsor segment. Absolutely. Uh, moving on now to the Showtime Southern Speedway. No, I'm just kidding. Showtime Speedway. Um, let me pull up the correct results. I'm <laughs> uh, September. Showtime Speedway. What did they run this week, Mario? Because you're very excited over there. They ran Modifieds. Do you know anybody over there that might have done something pretty well? Over um, there? A hack one. A hack? A hack. So they had their Halloween Madness event and the hack that did take the win. Big uh, modified race. Dalton Nelson, the big winner over there. And I remember asking him, like, did they even have anybody? He showed up. And yeah, um, he, it wasn't just he showed up. He beat some good cars. He um, raced his ass off. Listen to some of the drivers in this field. Bruce Bennett. Dwayne Dempsey, Cush, uh, Brighton Horner, 
Timmy Moore, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Bookmiller, Mark Nelson, Doug Miller, Dalton Nelson. That's a good little field of cars. He drove his ass off. Can't wait to celebrate his win in April at Taylor at Swift. Taylor Swift. Hell yeah, man. Y'all, y'all have fun. I will sit here and drink beer and eat. really enjoy myself. We'll sit at Taylor Swift and drink beer. And you'll hate every minute of it. Nope. Yep. <laughs> She'll be spelling songs out to you and stuff and it's dancing fine. around like a stupid idiot. Can't um, wait. Dalton Nelson, the winner there. Doug Miller, second. Mark Nelson in third. Kyle Book Miller, fourth. Fifth was Timmy Moore in the 57. And fast. Dalton had a good night. He set fast time too, so it wasn't a fluke thing, folks. It wasn't a fluke at yeah. all. And he made it through tech. Th- yeah, that's very important. Didn't get wrecked by a, a number 45 for the first time all season. It's probably a good thing that uh, Yoho set that one out. Uh, figure eight, Ford A division was won by Cody Williams. Mike Wedick was second. Shane Grigsby, third. J.R. Meyer and Justin Meyer, fourth and fifth. Super mini late models. Dodge Carlbert in the two car. And that car is Did fast. Did this time? I hope so. Um, that car is fast, and I, I there's one I would love to see it come race. Uh, Garrett so Larson good. was second. Mackie Mangold, third. Austin Ramsey, fourth. And fifth to Dustin Dischamp. Dischamp. It says Dischamp. The S is silent. It is Dischamp. It is D-I-S-C-H-A-M-P. That's Dischamp. wrong. I know that's spelled wrong. It's, it's Dustin Dischamp. Correct. He was not He was not Dischamp. Tonight. Uh, mini stock figure eight. Oh, mini stock figure eight. All right. Sunny Lane, the winner over Patrick Tab, Trevor Appling, Greg Valdez. Four cars in that one. How'd Cloudy Avenue do? I see what you did there. It did not start. Did not show. Dalton Nelson Pulled showing. Dalton Nelson, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, school bus figure eight. They had nine of those, so that must have been pretty fun. Manny Carrera, the winner there. I don't know any school bus figure eight races, so racers, so we'll move to Ford figure eight B. Robert Stoffel. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. He was the winner over Kyle Courtney, Rob Little, Rick Hanley, and my favorite, Bugshad Bexner, which I'm I'm saying it wrong. Um, Matt corrected me on the show last week, but I'm going to call him Mexener just because it's what awesome. What is it, I think the Z in there is silent somewhere. So, uh. Auburndale Speedway. I have... They did not post results on the Facebook page. I haven't seen anything from there nope. either. But... Um, luckily I was able to pull their stuff up on race monitor. So a quick recap there. And again, the hot mic was show. Sunshine State Racing not anywhere? I, d- I don't know. I honestly, because I'm at the racetrack, I normally don't have time to uh, really watch what they do. But they're always covering it for those that can't make it. So uh, Mike Wilson, the winner for the Ford Outlaws. Shane Bennett second. Wait, is that Crown Vicks? Yes, Crown Vicks. Just want to make sure. Uh, Mike Wilson, the winner, Shane Bennett, Ted Head. Hey, Ted's racing again. Uh, Bobby Rowland and Camden George, your top five there. So where the heck was Chris Rummel? He he missed out on a good opportunity to run Pro Trucks run and Vicks last away. week. Uh, Mod Minis were in action. Uh, they had 12 cars, so pretty good turnout. Of course, Nick Cummings, the winner over Dylan Reynolds, Kendall Wheeler, Ronnie Abney, and Jessica Coulter. Wow, Jessica was racing. She finished in fifth. Cool stuff. Um, pure stocks were in action. Man, everyone else ran pure stocks up against the big one. Of course, Citrus. they all did. Yeah, yeah, that's usually how it goes. Uh, James Wright, the winner over Preston Davis. Ronnie Roop in the 80. Wow, Ronnie, I, does he still have that old? I wonder if he still has that same car. I'll be interested to see. Uh, but Ronnie finished in third. David Canfield was fourth. Billy Barnes in the 111. Uh, that number brings back cool memories because I live at 111. Uh, Billy finished in fifth. And then, let's see, Scramblers. 
13 cars, of course, Bray Ganey. Boy, the same people are winning every week. They got a whole stranglehold in this place. Bray Ganey, the winner over Bill Witherington. That's what I say when I look at New Smyrna. Yeah, I, you're not saying anything wrong there. William Kearns, third. Michael Ingle, John Sofield. My point is the home track guys, they get a feel for their division and they're hard to beat. Um, twin sportsman features. Looks like 16 cars on hand. Feature number one went to Brandon Morris. Tim Sozio was second. Adam Briggs, third. Tyler Schofield, fourth. And Kevin Macy, fifth. Um, the fall brawl tied opponents from last week. Devin McLeod, sixth. And LJ Grimm, seventh. Um, feature number two was won by Devin McLeod. Good job there. Brandon Morris, second. So a first and a second for Brandon Morris means he's the overall winner. No tiebreaker needed. Just kidding. There was no, they didn't do that. Go what? ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, Adam Briggs, third. Tim Sozio, fourth. Jason Bartram of the top five. Then James Seawright, Brandon Struvels, Struvels, LJ Grimm, Kevin Macy, Sean Harper, the top 10 in race number two. And that okay, can, is, can, 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 can I know? that is it from Auburndale. What you got, Margo? Congratulations, Devin McLeod and his beautiful girlfriend, Aaron, just announced it. They're having a baby. Man, everybody's having babies. Baby fever. It's alive. Do you have a Richard Cranium this week? I've got several. You want to save it for this segment? or I mean, one of them's a little bit petty, so why not? Go ahead. What you got? My biggest Richard Cranium right now, since I just mentioned Devin and his girlfriend. I have a Richard Cranium to um, a certain annoying bitch who likes to get on TikTok and say things like, I woke up today not pregnant and not with a piece of shit baby daddy, so I take that as a win. Jeez. Go fuck yourself, bitch. All right. There, that's all I have to say. Okay. Is that, is that my other? One? No. <laughs> my other Richard Cranium talks about NASCAR stuff. So just save that for the next. Yeah. Segment. That's not exactly a Richard Cranium. That's a it, go fuck yourself, bitch. All right. And again, um, if you want a more in depth recap, sorry, we can't be 93 places at once and time is limited. Uh, but you can check in with a hot mic uh, with myself, Austin Griffiths from uh, Citrus County. Oh, uh, also, my thoughts are my own. Nobody else's. Of course. I mean, maybe somebody else's. I, I, I just the, say the, them. The core audience understands that on the show now. Um, uh, Steve Darling from Auburndale and Matt Nier or Matt Nyer from Showtime. We all get together on Wednesday nights and talk a little racing. We give an in-depth recap about each other's tracks and, of course, talk a little NASCAR on there too. So check in that for more in-depth stuff or, you know. Go out to these racetracks and support Pay them. to get in. And don't sit on your truck and watch in the parking lot like an ass. Um, so we're going to move in. we got to talk some NASCAR. We absolutely have to talk about what went down at Martinsville. Um, race definitely exceeded my expectations, and we'll tell you why here after the break. As Margot mentioned before, we got to thank the Florida Southern Ground Pounders, the best, the only one that matters, the best vintage racing group in the state of Florida. And, uh, you know, I've seen plenty of vintage races and nobody races like this group because these guys actually go out there. They race. Uh, they race hard. Sometimes they crash hard. They've had some of the most spectacular wrecks. They've had some great finishes. Um, they are a lot of fun. They're a great addition to every card, and we appreciate them. Coming on, of course, um, Toby Smith and Ronda Alessandro do a lot to keep that group up and running. And, of course, Margo does a lot to keep that group in the forefront of everybody's minds when they're coming up racing uh, with the Facebook page and the various promotions. Um, yeah, we, we appreciate their support here with the show. Looking for, I, man, looking forward to Red Eye to see all these divisions that we have to talk about actually race again. So I agree. I'll get to see them for Turkey Rod Run, though. 
Uh, we also want to give a shout out to Bromley Motorsports. I know they went dirt racing. They have uh, two Crown Vicks now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony. And a and, whole army of babies. Oh, yeah, they do. Uh, Tony and Daniel went dirt racing. Uh, yeah. What was it, North Florida? They went to Bubba this week or was with it Bubba? Chuck Rush. Oh, that's right. Chuck was racing too. Yeah, that's I cool. Know. See, all of our guys, you shut our track down. They're just going to go elsewhere. So, um, What do you want them to do? Leave the no, race no, track at home? I'm saying. Look at these like, new Smyrna drivers going out and getting a different racetracks. No, that's what I like to see. I want to see more of that stuff. So it's what kind of me, me and Justin, we talked a little Chuck bit about Rush that. Chuck Rush finished third. Good. Yeah. Finally had a good run with that damn thing. Damn. Damn Toyota. Baby, yeah. I think uh, last time he did so good at, uh, at Ocala, it was Ocala and Asphalt. Asphalt Ocala, yeah. Old Asphalt egg. Um, but no, we thank Bromley Motorsports for supporting the show again. Looking forward to seeing those guys back I out on track. Um, can't wait to see what they have up their sleeves. Apparently, I'm selling a Saturn for Daniel. <laughs> Where'd we get a Saturn? Apparently, he's bringing one for me to the new Smyrna Swap meet that we're having in a few weeks. Oh, all right. Because uh, I'll be running the Schultz tent there. He's like, oh, you can sell a Saturn for me, too. I'm like, can I put fuel cells on top of it? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. You can. <laughs> Just use it as a table. <laughs> and we think, um, excuse me, we also think uh, Jay Zebley Race Cars, uh, they've come on board to support the last couple of shows. And, um, you know, if you're looking to get into the bomber division, especially, uh, Jared built a good race car, nice, solid, safe. Roll cages and we'll beef up your car. Make sure that you are safe out there, whether it be on the half mile or at the bull ring. Safety, of course, is very important. We have a couple of safety sponsors on this show. Um, something you cannot take lightly, as we've seen in the NASCAR side of things this year. So, again, um, Jay Zebley Race Cars on board. Thank you to all of our sponsors, all of our listeners. Five bucks an episode gets you on the show. And I think Margot was very smart to sandwich the show together and keep this part for last because... Well, I have another sponsor. You have another sponsor? What do you got? Um, Sadie. That's crap. Sweet Southern Apparel, I want to say is what it is. Crap. Yeah. I have another sponsor. Um, it's, um, um... Well, she's an honorary sponsor. Sweet Southern Apparel. Sadie... She's going to the swap meet? Sadie and April. Zebley Creech. Yeah, from um, that family. That whole crew. They make custom t-shirts, tumblers, all kinds of cool things. They well, they just did a Halloween sale for $15. You get a mystery bag. So guess who got a mystery bag? I did. But they're coming out with all kinds of cool um, Christmas t-shirts. Not only can you buy the shirts if you're like me and you can make your own t-shirts because April and Mercedes gave you a t-shirt press, they also sell just the transfers. Um, they've got a show coming up in Apopka this weekend. Then we're doing the swap meet. When Mercedes. is that swap meet again? Uh, Speedway swap meet? November 26th. It is the same weekend as Turkey Rod Run. So stop by and see us. Go do both. Yes, definitely do both. Because I, I go to the Turkey Rod Run and usually by Saturday, it's kind of... That's a multi-day it's kind of, event. Yeah, right? it starts on like Thursday okay. and goes till Sunday. So usually Saturday and Sunday when I get to go, it's kind of like meh. So go do the rod run, and then on Saturday, stop by the parking lot, hang out at New Smyrna, buy a few things, and just enjoy yourselves. And you know what? If you can't be to both places, pick one and go. Just enjoy yourselves. That's how life works. Yes. Um, if something, if two good things are happening, pick one and go do it. Yes. We all are up against that same option every Saturday when every single damn track in the state is racing. But yet, let's complain about a swap meet. Anyway, let's move over to... 
The NASCAR race at Martinsville, the penultimate race of the season, the race that's going to set the final four, a race that if you listened to the NASCAR portion of last week's show, we were not very excited for. Um, I know there were portions of this race that were dull, as is every Martinsville race. I know at one point Margo fell asleep and said, hey, poke it with a stick, let me know if anything happens. Uh, needless to say... I did? Yeah, you did. You're like, all right, I'm taking a nap, I poke it with a so stick, and let me know. I was so freaking exhausted this weekend. <laughs> I, I feel you. I got, like, two hours of sleep. Anyway, um, let's just get right to what everyone wants to hear about. That move by Ross Chastain. Why would you not talk about Xfinity first? Because we'll save that for the end, because people want to hear about Cup. We'll, we'll talk about um, Kyle Busch Jr. here in a moment. <laughs> Thank you, Grandpa. Ross Chastain and Carson Hosevar Jr., Sorry, I had to get one Ross Chastain dig in there. Ty Gibbs is not at all on Ross Chastain's level and no, never will not be. not at all. Not at all. Um, the move that Ross Chastain pulled off, if you don't have a favorite, if you don't have a favorite NASCAR driver, I think you do now. Um, <laughs> I do now. Ross Chastain is my favorite NASCAR driver. Boy, bye. And I'm, so, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> you know, the man just, he thinks outside the box and I know Margo doesn't like him and that's fine. Uh, no, he thought pretty inside the box this week, video game mode. Well, he, he stayed inside the lines, I guess. He used the lines as a guide. But, you know, when he did that thing at Indy and they penalized, for, we cut the course in that last restart and came oh, out ahead. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it almost looked like that because the way the camera cuts and all of a sudden they cut away and Ross stands right by Denny Hamlin. It's like, wait a minute, where did he come from? It was the same kind of move. Now the, you know, there's track limits on a road course, which NASCAR specifically defines... So, you know, that that move got penalized right away, and that's fine. But this move, I mean, it's been tried a couple times. Um, Carl Edwards tried it against Jimmy Johnson at Kansas. He ba- But he bounced off the wall and tried to keep he going. He bounced. Yeah, he didn't and then intentionally, like, wall ride. Mr. Hypocrite Kyle Larson tried it last year to try to win the Southern 500 over Danny Hamlin and just couldn't get it done. And all of a sudden, now it's embarrassing. Now it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing because somebody did it better than you, bro. Right. Uh, you know, is it what... Sit your little elf ass down. Yeah. That, bow down to your daddy. It's fine. That, to me, just... That was disappointing because I I was on the show last week talking about how how much respect I had for Kyle Larson and, and he, you know, impressed me with his win last week even though I didn't really care for the race. This week, I'm just like, dude, sit down. You did the same, you tried to do the same thing. And he goes, oh, well, I was embarrassed that I tried to do that. Then don't try to do it. And then try to say that somebody else is an embarrassment to NASCAR because they pulled it off. Like, that is what these game seven moments are all about. If I'm a car owner, I want somebody like that in my car because Ross Chastain, those last five laps in his head, probably knew, shit, I'm not close enough to get anybody. Denny's passing cars. I'm not going to transfer. So, I'm not just going to transfer by sitting here. What do I do? What do you try? Two cars. You've got to pass two cars. He did. Full send. So, full transparency, uh, quarter midgets this... uh, I I had quarter midgets on Sunday, which those kids did awesome. Another great night out there. A lot of fun. That's weird, considering it was a day race. Well, you know what I mean. (laughs) I always think of racing (laughs) night when I'm involved. Um, But no, they they did great. But So, I came home. we, We started the race late. Um, I got one text message and it wasn't a spoiler per se, but I knew something happened. Um, I got a message that said that was the move of the year. And I was like, okay, time to put my phone away. 
And I just responded to this person not watching live. That's about the only time Ryan ever puts his phone away. Yeah, well, there's always (laughs) stuff going on. (laughs) Welcome to the world that we live in addicted to our phones. Um, So I I I had to put my phone down. Then my dad texted me and he goes, oh my God, Sonny, did you see that? And I'm just like, okay, get get this thing. Tyler Sontag freaking messaged me. He goes, Melon Man's still in it. And I'm like, thanks for fucking ruining it. But, but, I, I, okay. I don't consider anything that I got a full spoiler. I, I, when I got the, you know, uh, move of the year, I thought watching the race live, like the last 10 laps, I'm like, oh, they must be talking about Christopher Bell. Cause he pulled mm-hmm. off the, the pit stop and then battled Chase Briscoe, who tried to make his move of the year by staying out and almost won his way into the final four. So I'm thinking, oh, that you, Danny Hamlin's, two spots up on Chastain. There's five to go. They're too far apart. Chastain can't get there. Chastain's not even close enough to pass anybody. They must have been talking about Christopher Bell. So I literally, in the last 10 laps of this, there was a lot going on. So I was, you know, Peyton's running around. I'm on my feet, you know, trying to figure out, okay, what's going to happen here? It was a big deal. It got super exciting there at the end. Um, Dole first 400 laps, but then it got very exciting. Um, So, wait, wait, wait. so, I'm ex- I w- so I made a post on my Facebook. Yeah. And I was like, this just hit Ross Chastain out at Phoenix for concussion like yeah. injuries. Yeah. I think so many people thought I was pissed off about the move. I'm going to clarify and then I'm going to give out my second Richard Cranium. Okay. So I think the move was stupid. It was amazing. So but stupid. stupid, it was amazing. No, it was a, it was an amazing mood. He did what he had to do to get into the final four. Great, fabulous, whatever. I think that it was stupid with how many people we have taking very small hits with this car. I think it was stupid, and he took a risk that he didn't have to take, especially now knowing that Brad Keselowski yeah. got DQ. Yeah, him. yeah, it's funny now, but in the moment he don't know that's going to happen, so he knows he's got to get. No, two. it's fine, but he still took a risk. He could have ended up. He, even he he told. Uh, Bob Pockrass that it rattled his brain a little bit. So maybe, maybe don't intentionally whack the wall in a car that people are getting yeah, hurt probably in. not a move we need to see every week. But yeah, no. For a, it's for okay, a, NASCAR, I'll outroll it. For a bonsai move, I love it. Yeah, no, I liked it. So I made my post, literally joking, but I knew that it would ruffle some feathers. And oh, ruffle the inbred drunk feathers did it. Congratulations to my second Richard Cranium, Jason Reynolds. Yeah, he kind of. Who I know is going to listen to this because, like every other mod, many family person that hates us, he still has yet to delete and block me on Facebook so he can continue to talk shit on my posts. Right. Because he gets on there, he's like, you need your eyes washed. Or, I don't know. He was drunken psychobabble because that's all he does. He told me I needed medication. He told him, He told me I needed therapy, all of this, because I made a joke on Facebook. Or because your opinion doesn't line up with what everybody else thinks it should be. Sorry, that's. But I didn't say nice anything about, about Ross Chastain. I literally made a joke, and what did he say? Um, oh no, I, that's the one that I said I was. <laughs> I would. Uh, <laughs> I would wear a Ross Chastain shirt if he wins. No one's. Uh, you need therapy or eyeglasses because you can't see ratings if they hit you in your ass. My post says nothing about that. No, it's good for ratings. It's good. I think Phoenix is going to have. So my comment was, I see my post made you upset. It did its job. Have a great night. He goes, it didn't make me mad at all. We all got our opinions. Your purrs are just horrible. 
Your what? Your purse. Purse? <laughs> your purse. He tried to type yours, but oh, because okay, he couldn't okay. put down the Bud Light. Like, why is he calling you a purse? I said I didn't even post my my opinion on the matter. I made a joke. He goes, "Jokes on you, in Dalton." Okay. <laughs> you seem a little upset. <laughs> like, so then he calls me like the most negative person in the world, and I'm like, dude, I didn't say anything. I literally made a joke. So congratulations, Jason. I know you're going to listen to this because you hate me. Um, you're an idiot. Which is really turned for no reason. Um, I Look, I did, like 2011, uh, no, 2012, I made a Facebook post and it said, I'm no cactus expert, but I know a prick when I see one. It was referring to him. Oh, okay. It's nice to see that's still accurate. All right. So kind of back to setting this all up, um, I didn't know, I, I knew something was going to happen and I didn't know what it was. So two laps to go, I'm thinking, okay, what everybody's talking about must be Christopher Bell's going to win himself into the playoffs. And I'm not a Denny Hamlin fan, and it looked like Hamlin was going to make it in. On the white flag, I literally go, shit, Ross is not close enough to anybody. not at all what you said. You're like, oh, great. Denny Hamlin's going to make it in because Ross can't make it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and and I stood up, and I'm like, man, like, I can't believe it's coming down to this. And... They the way they had it, they had a triple box on the screen. They had Hamlin in one box, they had Christopher Bell in one box, they had Chastain in the other. And right as Chastain's pulling the move, they cut away from it and show the finish. And all of a sudden, out of the corner, if you look at the corner of the top of the screen, here comes Chastain around the outside. And I literally pointed at the screen and go, What is he doing? What is he doing? I was hoping he was wrecking. It looked like he was. I'm like, <laughs> what? But look, 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 look. And then he comes across and it's just so poetic that he comes off the corner at a million and a half mile an hour faster than everybody Do you know else. He hit five G's in turn three. Yeah, yeah. Five G. That's that's insane. Like fighter pilot. Yeah, and he, it's so poetic that he comes off the corner and passes Denny Hamlin at the start finish line and makes it in the final four. Hamlin's out. Chastain is in with the crazy. I mean. I'm sorry. That is going to be an all-time NASCAR move. That'll be one that you watch in 20 years when Peyton is uh, on, like, you know, YouTube X or, you know. She better not be on YouTube X. Oh, that's that's not what I mean. I'm, okay, so, like, YouTube 2 million, um, watching the latest, greatest um, videos in 8K, um, and she'll be watching this grainy-ass footage from 2022 of, of Ross Chastain. Of Ross Chastain, her favorite driver. Right, DT grinding the wall, uh, making his way into the playoffs. And it's so crazy that this is one of the, the biggest moments, and it's not even for the race win. Who won the race? Oh, Christopher Bell. That's right. Congratulations to him. Awesome. Another walk-off win for Christopher. What? Here's my next Richard Cranium. Uh-oh. Minus 33, Chase Briscoe, minus 44, I'd say. Sorry, we won't be ringing any bells anytime soon. Oh. Yeah, Bell, Chase Briscoe are must-win at Martinsville. Oh. Um, got to eat crow. Margo going to have to eat crow on that. But guess what? Nobody had him to win this race. He went out and did what he had to do when he won this race. So kudos and congratulations to Christopher. <laughs> Ross Chastain, you just made – NASCAR should be paying him royalties because they just got a lot of eyeballs on this Phoenix race. Oh, yeah. I um I, I have to wear if God please don't let it happen. If Ross wins the championship, I'll buy you the shirt. You're not fu- no. Do not waste money. Okay, make it. Just make the shirt. I'm not wasting money. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Get yourself back together. Tyler Sontag is buying the shirt. He okay. already said it. 
good. That's fine. We're not wait. I'm not wasting money making a Ross Chastain shirt. He's like, oh, I'm gonna get you a Ross Chastain shirt and a hat. I'm like, cool, dudes will wear the hat because my kids have terrible taste. Yeah. So yeah, I have, if if he pulls off the ultimate, I'm not even gonna freaking be sassy about it. If Ross Chastain wins the championship, I have to wear a Ross Chastain shirt to the red eye. God, I hope we cancel. So I got into. So again, if you didn't see the move, Ross Chastain grinds along the wall, makes up five positions, turns the fastest ever lap in race competition at Martinsville Speedway, makes it into the final four. He joins Christopher Bell, who won the race, Joey Logano, who won a couple of weeks ago, Chase Elliott, who points his way in, and now Ross Chastain, who points his way in. Yeah, three out of four. I got two out of four. I would have had three out of four if Hamlin made it. Um, my my point I was going to make here was what? I just completely lost my train of thought. That 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 NASCAR needs to give him royalties. That's one of the most viewed. Nobody saw this coming with Christopher Bell winning or Ross Chastain's Hail Mary. Oh, yeah. And so Ross grinds the wall to get in. Um this it's it's a moment we're gonna watch for for a long, long time. Um I got in a debate with somebody on this this was where I was going. I, I, on Reddit, I got in an argument with somebody. You I said, "You got into a debate." Yeah, because I had a thought. <laughs> this move wouldn't have been possible with the old car. No, not at all. The body would have crinkled up mm-hmm. and smushed up, and probably popped tires. And what did the Redditards say? Uh, they said, "No, it's Martinsville's not fast enough." He would have just grinded along the wall. All right, the Casey, car- boat, he goes, calm down. He goes, "The car would have looked a little bit more." messed up but he still would have done the same thing i'm sorry with the composite body that did not deform it just got yeah. scraped up the only damage was suspension damage yes ross Ch- chastain would not have been able to continue another lap he didn't need to race is over it's the last one with the new car if you were to go 5g or with the old car sorry if you were to go 5g's into the wall do you agree that you're not making that move happen you're stuffing it in the wall and not going you're anywhere, not making right? it out of the wall right you think that too right yeah so, uh, I mean, I mean, we. How many times have we watched this video? And I know it's not the same car, but same ish. We've watched the replay of Kyle Larson's Daytona wreck so many po- times, where the engine flew out of the car. Yeah. D- last year's car was just as bad. Like they just weren't. They 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 crumpled. They they deformed they more. Crumpled the metal bodies. That's exactly yeah. what it would have done if somebody tried to try this move. Last year, it no, would have just but, crumpled. But Kyle Larson did it at... Dar- Kyle Larson didn't stuff his wall by upshifting to fifth gear and pulling 5Gs. Kyle Larson just tried to use the wall and keep his momentum up. If you stuffed that old car if in the wall, using, it's deformed but Kyle and not Larson out of did it as an excuse. It's because um, they don't... They right. don't actually like racing. So, they like Kyle Larson. That brought up my next post here on Facebook where I asked yesterday, I said... Which move do you think is more legendary? Earnhardt's pass on the grass, which... That, mm, ladies and gentlemen... That was not even a pass for position. Thank you, Dave Moody. I know it's not a pass on the grass, but what? Do, how do people refer to that? Wait, Dave Moody told you that? Yeah. I'm going to go over it here in a second. Um, I, I knew it wasn't a pass for position. Anybody that knows what the pass in the grass is knows that it wasn't actually a pass. It was more like the save in the grass, but... That is what if, if you type in the pass in the grass on Google, what comes up? Gordy. Earnhardt going through the infield off uh, Bill Elliott's nose. That's what it's called. It's called the pass in the grass. So I asked, you know, what's more legendary, the pass in the grass or Chastain's what I call balls to the wall move to make it to the final four? And uh, 
And yes, that's what I'm calling it. Everyone's like, oh, what do we call this? The watermelon crawl? No, it's called balls to the wall because Ross Chastain took his giant watermelon balls and did what he had to do to make the final four. Um, 90% of the people said the Chastain move or said in a few years we'll look back and it will be one of the most iconic NASCAR moments. Um, John Horn says he thinks Earnhardt's move took more balls. I think Earnhardt's move just happened. Nobody, Ross Chastain planned for this to happen or planned to make the move. I think Earnhardt just was racing hard. Um, Mark Kemick, of course. Here are the people that told me it wasn't a pass. Mark Kemick. Dave Moody, the pass in the grass was not a pass. And I said, Dave, I know, but that is what that moment is referred to when speaking of that moment. No response. Um, You know, and then the other one, take a wild guess who the other one was. Margo, I the don't. Other, I, I don't know if I'm blo- I'm blocked. You're, so. you're not allowed to see this comment, but Steve Barnes said technically there was no pass in the grass. He only maintained his position. People technically the freaking Green Bay Packers still suck. They do suck. Um, people, I know what the pass <laughs> in the grass is. You know, I that that might have happened like the year I was born, but I know what the pass in the grass is, guys. I know it's not a pass. I'm not an idiot. Um, but did he pass a race car in the grass? Who? Did, did Dale Earnhardt, like, m- gain track position? While On Jeffrey Bodine at the ro- at Riverside, he did oh back in the God, day. So did about 962 others, including Reggie Ruggiero and, like, <laughs> fucking, let me... Ch- did Dale Earnhardt pass anybody while he was in the grass? Did his bumper go boop in front of anybody? No, he stayed... He was in the lead and stayed in the lead. But... I'm he stayed in the lead. Whatever. Dale Earnhardt's overrated, just like Chas- Ross Chastain. So, <laughs> fight me. Well, there you go. Um, anyway. Um, can we... Uh, so, what... What's your opinion? Ch- one of the most legendary moves ever, or just cool? The most legendary NASCAR move ever is Dale Jarrett driving the UPS truck at Daytona. <laughs> Margo. <laughs> Absolutely not. You're, you know what? I'm going to mute your mic. Muted your mic for the rest of the show. <laughs> I muted mine too. So wait a minute. <laughs> Go ahead. What, what do you have to say? I'm sorry. Go I'm ahead. So, I'm sorry. Did you mute me? Yeah, I muted you, but you're unmuted now. Really, the most legendary thing in NASCAR is Sterling Marlin at Daytona <laughs> getting out on a red flag to work on oh, a car. Oh. <laughs> That's not where you thought oh, I was going to go. I thought go. you were talking about the year before. Damn. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh. I was about to say, all right, you are <laughs> muted and you're out. Wait, what was that one? That, that was 2001. Like Sterling Marlin? Yeah. I'll, I'll let you sit on it for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. No. Totally not what you meant. Yeah. When, okay. him, him, yeah. Wor- him getting out and working on his car was 2000. Wasn't it? I, got, I have to oh. It was 2002 when he got I out of his car. Dude, I don't know. Every Daytona 500 since 1998 has just been a blur. Not for me. Um, but no, Ross Chastain, that was fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, super excited he made the Final Four. Um, he is who I will be rooting for to win the championship. Who are you rooting for of the drivers that we have? Bell, Chastain, Elliott, and Logano. As if I have to ask. Come on now. You're rooting for Chase. I'm rooting for Christopher Bell. Are you? You're rooting for Christopher Bell? <laughs> okay. I'm rooting for us. I'm rooting 
for Chase Elliott. I'm rooting for Ross Chastain to not win it, so he's probably going to. All right. Um, but so I won't be mad if Christopher Bell wins. My final four prediction was Elliott, Logano, Larson, Hamlin. Of course, I got uh, Larson wrong and Hamlin wrong. Um, who's your final four? Elliott, Logano, Byron, Chastain. So you got three out of four. So you, you did way better than me. Um, who do you have as your champion again? Chase Elliott. Chase, okay. So I've got Logano as my champion, rooting for Chastain. For the record, a five-year-old did mine. Right. No, he wasn't here when we did it, but nice try. Um, he was not here when we did this exercise. No, you're right, because Stepboy loves yeah. him some Joey Logano, yeah. so he probably would have said Joey Logano. But normally, Dawson will tell you who to, who to pick. Chase but uh, going to be a great Final Four at Phoenix. Before we wrap this thing up, what did you think of the race at Martinsville? I thought it was a great race. You thought um, it was a great race? Yeah. Way better than one in the spring? Yeah. I liked that the tire fell off after about so 70 I, laps I or so. I thought it was a great finish. The, the, yeah, the end was very exciting. And I felt like you were, you you nailed it uh, last week, Margo, when we were talking about this race. You're like, just wait till the end. Everybody will start driving like crazy because they got to try to make the playoffs. I don't think you expected it to be as crazy as it was. But it was rather tame. And for a while, it looked similar. Stage one had some passing. Denny Hamlin came up from 11th to win the stage. Uh, a couple of passes there towards the end. When the tires did start to fall off after, I think, DBC said about lap 80, so we'll go with that. Um, there was some passing, some comers and goers. You just had to wear the tires off first, which there was none of that at all in the spring race, so that was better. Uh, stage two was completely dull and boring. It took about halfway through the race for the first actual caution for incident to come out. Um, but then towards the end, we had just a lot of strategy and a lot of sh mixing things up. Definitely enjoyed it. The end was thrilling. Um with Christopher Bell doing what he did, and then Ross Chastain coming up through the field. So, What'd you grade it? I graded it as follows. As far as the racing goes, I still give it a four. Um, I think, again, we got to work on the short track package. I think they need less downforce and a little bit more horsepower to get these things. With those bigger brakes and bigger tires, they stick too much. Um, so we just got to tweak things. If Daytona and Atlanta can have their own racing packages, so can the short tracks. Uh, less downforce on the mile and a half track. Um, and that package will be perfect. We got to work on the short tracks a little bit. So I get the racing a four. Excitement, nine. Nine out of ten. Yeah. Um, oh, show. Finish, a ten. Ten. I mean, nothing will beat Ross Chastain coming. Like, you've heard RKO out of nowhere for Randy Orton in his finishing move in wrestling. Tom will get the reference. Um, <laughs> I got the reference. <laughs> this was it's a just, Chastain out of nowhere. You hate Randy Orton. I know. He's, ugh. But RKO out of nowhere, this was uh, a Chastain out of nowhere. You so, couldn't see him, could you, John Cena? John, That was John Cena and Randy Orton combined. That's a tag team for Ross Chastain. Do you smile? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, yeah, I give the finish a 10. It was thrilling. I, I got excited. We were hooting, hollering. Peyton was going crazy. She had no idea why, but she was. Um, lead changes, it only had eight, which seemed low to me. I thought there was a few more lead changes. Hard to pass. Uh, that got a two in the enjoyment. An eight. Eight out of ten. Oh, enjoyment. 6.6 .6 overall, the racing and lead changes took it down a few notches, but the spring race was like a 2.4, so way up. And so you, what's our final grade? Our final grade right now with one race left to go, a 6.43. Totally not 10. getting above a D. No, it's it's not going to get – it will get the D is what it will get. Uh, but like, I've, like I said, I think the 6 to 8 range is good. 8 to 10 range would be great. 
Uh, so we're not doing bad. I think last the last two seasons probably would have been bad. If, if I would have retro, retroactively score them, which maybe I'll get bored one day and do, probably would have been bad. This is going to be a good season. Not perfect. Not at all perfect. Uh, we got a lot of work to do, but um, entertaining nonetheless. Okay, real quick, rapid fire. Okay. Xfinity thoughts. <sighs> Did you have you gotten to go back and watch the race? I haven't watched the full race. I watched what I needed to. Um, I know ears. why Joe Gibbs is okay with letting Kyle Busch walk. Because he's got fucking little prick hair right behind him. He's got Kyle Busch Jr. already in his stables. Nah, nah. Yeah. Ty Gibbs wishes. Ty Gibbs wants to be Ty Gibbs the villain is not that a Kyle piece Bush of is. shit on Kyle Busch's shoe. He may not be, but he's a piece of shit. Yes, he is. And I cannot stand the little kid. Did you see? <laughs> He compared himself to Jesus. Did you see the guy in the Jesus costume? Yes. Yes. Like, that guy wins. That guy wins all the Halloween costumes this year. I'm kind of with DVC. I want to know how he got the costume in the pits. Like, did he get the, the hot no pass? no dress code. Did he so. get the hot? Yes, there is. Is there? If you have a hot pass, there is a dress code. Huh. I can't wear shorts today. I guess robes were not excluded. (laughs) No, just shorts. (laughs) Can't wear shorts. You can, however, wear Jesus garments. So, Rob. It's a robe, man. It covers the the 500. Um, Uh, God. (laughs) Just, you know why I think the move is, not only is that a a cheap shot, like a chicken shit The fact that he got, like, if you really didn't mean to wreck your teammate, if you didn't mean to wreck him, then why did you get out and egg on the booing? Because that he wants to be the I villain. I was waiting for him to bow. He's gonna fit into that eighteen car perfectly. Because I'm gonna hate the fucking thing still. That's fine. You're gonna hate the eighteen. Don't hate the eight. No, I'm gonna hate the eight and the eighteen next year. So, um, so okay. here's here's my thing. This is why the move is stupid. Not only is it a cheap shot, and you, you're gonna earn no respect in the garage with that. You were already in. He was in. Your teammates not. Now, get who's gonna be easier to beat. The 19 of Brandon Jones next week or the 7 of Justin Allgaier? Brandon Jones is going to be easier to beat in the in the playoff final, right? Yeah, I Brandon mean, Jones isn't going to go to Phoenix and win, is he? No. He's not going to win the championship, really right? Justin Allgaier is really good at Phoenix. Justin Allgaier is really good at Phoenix, and guess who they let in? Justin Allgaier. Justin Allgaier is in. Brandon Jones is out. If I hope Noah Gragson goes full no. F- I hope Noah Gragson takes a... Uh, t- a t- a whole thing. I hope Brandon I hope he Jones, gives a little hat tip to Ross Chastain as no his don't give a fuck tour and just yeets the shit out of Ty Gibbs. Brandon Jones now is essentially another um uh junior motorsports car next week. Yeah. It just has a Toyota badge. Yeah. He's not gonna let Ty Gibbs win that race. And if he does, well yeah. I mean the the kids got gusto for just sticking up and, and taking things the right way, but you know, if Ty Gibbs was smart, he goes, I'm going to let, I'm going to let, and I'll put let in quotation marks. You don't want to let anybody win. I get that. But I'd rather see, if I'm Ty Gibbs, I'd rather see Brandon Jones in the final four with Noah and Josh Berry. Because I don't think Josh Berry's got a chance to win. Not you know, a very good chance. Not a very good chance. He could. He could Christopher Bell's way and win this thing. Uh, but I don't think Josh Berry's a big a threat. Uh, if If you go in, if it's Noah Gregson, and Ty Gibbs, and they go in against Josh Berry and Brandon Jones, it's going to be no doubt between um, Ty Gibbs and Noah Gregson. But now Justin Allgaier, like you said, Margo, you nailed it right on the head. Justin Allgaier is really good at Phoenix, and now they have to deal with Allgaier. So Ty Gibbs 
in this move, he got this the win. Have to deal with the, all the guyers that are after him. That's right. <laughs> I like what you're trying to do there. You got to work on that just a little bit. But Ty Gibbs in this move ultimately, in my opinion, screwed himself out of a championship because he's not going to win it. Noah Gregson wins the championship in Xfinity. Truck championship since it can't be Stewart. Oh, who do we got? We got uh, Majeski. Shit, I got to go look it you up. You got Majeski, Rhodes. Yeah, God. Sorry. Um, we're almost I done know here. Majeski and Rhodes for sure. NASCAR trucks. Shit. Get the final four real quick. Time. Oh, okay. No. Time Majeski, Rhodes. Gordy is not in it. Um, Gordy is not I'm in sorry. it. Sorry. Jane Smith. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ty Majeski. Oh, where are the rest of them? Come on. Hang on. NASCAR.com. You Google it and you don't get the results you need. Do, 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 do. Playoff standings. Camp. Ty Majeski, Zane Smith. Somebody for front row. Okay. Ty Majeski, Zane Smith, Ben Rhodes, and Chandler Smith. There we go. Got it. Got it. Nailed it. I'll cut that out. <laughs> no, I won't. So, okay, out of the – Zane Smith is my champion there. I'm okay. rooting for Ty, but I think Zane's going to finally win. He's been runner-up the last two years, so I think Zane Smith wins it. All right. Who are you taking? Ben. Taking Ben back-to-back? Yep. Okay, safe bet there. Um, <laughs> and then – Stuart Free is – oh, wait. And, of course, we have the Cup Series. We, we mentioned uh, Christopher Bell, Chase Elliott. Ross Chastain, of course, and Kyle, uh, Kyle Larson. Joey Logano. Kyle Larson's in the Owners' Championship. Chase Elliott is out of the Owners' Championship, believe it or not. Hendrick Motorsports still going to get him. So you're going Chase Elliott. Nah. And I'm going Joey Logano. That's who I think is going to win the championship. Okay. So Phoenix coming up this weekend. Um, really we will not be watching it live. So if any of y'all spoil it for us, yes. I will let the reign of terror yes, that please. is Margo. Like last year, was it last year that you and Steven knew? Two years ago, 2020, years we ago. got it spoiled. Yep. Two years ago, Ryan and Steven got it spoiled. By ESPN, not by anybody in particular. By your mother. Oh, my, that's right. And ESPN spoiled it for Steven because he got a push notification. And then you just kind of looked at him like, I will fucking murder you if you spoil it for her. And now I know why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, just so everybody knows, uh, Sunday there there is quarter midgets. So, I probably won't be getting home till 3.30, o'clock. Um, so, we will start the race late and catch up. So, please. I will be home after dinner time. Yeah. And, and Margo's got other plans with, with Peyton and Dawson. With the half so, midgets. Um, please, 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 if you listen to this, if you hear it, I, we'll we'll post about it, but please try not to spoil it for us. We want to watch it and go in there and not know what's going on when we watch the race Sunday evening. Uh, but we will be watching. Um, obviously, uh, Saturday's race will be. We got to catch up on that at some point too, because we won't be able to watch it live. Oh, that's right. We'll be at that yeah. place because we are. Well, uh, luckily we'll be going out to the Auburndale Speedway. I'm, I'll be working the twin late model seventy five lappers with Steve. Up in the booth, and Tom from Speedway Video will make, be making his Auburn Auburn. God, I, I need to go to bed. Tom will be making his Auburndale Speedway debut and recording those races so at a Peyton. new track. Peyton, no, Peyton was there for the Wheelman race last year that we went out to. So will Peyton, and I might remember it. <laughs> so yeah, we're all going to Auburndale Speedway. <laughs> Big thank you to uh, Steve Darling, and of course the entire Guy family for having us all she out was there. Literally in the pits. Yep, yeah, she was there with Bellamy. 
I have pictures. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. So we'll probably watch the truck finale Friday night live, and then the other ones we'll be catching up on. So please don't spoil them. Uh, you know, talk to us about it Monday as much as you want. But after until then, please let us watch live so that we can enjoy what we've been talking about all season long and let it all unfold. We're looking forward to it. And uh, appreciate you guys for listening. Anything else, Margo? You want to get out there? Or you just want to get out? Are you done? Damn. <laughs> Anything else? Goodbye. Okay, bye. Uh, but no, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you to Justin Spears for calling in. Enjoyed that interview. We'll have him on again here uh, one of these days. Um, there's a lot of people we want to have on again. Um, listen, guys, if you want to be on the show, please, please let me know. Um, pretty much looking at the slots we have available are pretty much Tuesday or Wednesday at 630 for interviews with the with our schedules the way they are right now. It's a little we got to schedule those a little bit differently now versus just doing them whenever. So if you're interested in an interview, don't, I don't care what track you race. I don't care I what you race. Uh, you're on the show every week. Pipe down <laughs> over there. I'm doing a promo. Um, seriously, though, if you want to be on the show. Uh, get with me. We'll set something up, whatever works best for you, but we've got to do it like on a Tuesday or Wednesday so I can fit it in the show at about 6.30 um, just to keep things consistent, make it easy on everybody. Um, so yeah, and if you want to sponsor the show, $5 an episode. Can't wait to recap the racing at Auburn Hill Speedway next Saturday or next week. Um, race two and three on the Racing with Ryan Big Race Challenge. So we'll have some more points to talk about next week. And of course, Good job, George Graham. the Phoenix finales for all the big three national series in NASCAR. Plus, whatever else happens, we'll talk about it too. And then, guess what, guys? After that, you're getting a special show the next week because we will not be at any racetracks. There will be no NASCAR to talk about. So, you'll be getting a race rewind finally uh, in, in two weeks. So, that's the schedule <laughs> for the show. After that, we've got the Rudiman Memorial and then whatever the heck else, Big League Memorial. And then we'll, we'll find out. That night. We'll find some stuff to do um, during the off season. But anyways, thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye. happening welcome to the show <laughs> peace peace out bro peace be with you <laughs>